Hello and welcome to Foundation Stones from Refuge City Church. Having a solid foundation for our walk with Jesus Christ is vital for every Christian, especially in the times we live in. Through God's word, candid conversations, and everyday application, the aim is to help you build your foundation so you can stand strong for God every day. Buckle in and prepare your heart. Pray this, God, ready my heart for your truth that I might be more like you. We hope today's episode empowers you to grow in your walk with Jesus. Let's dive in. Hey there, and welcome to Foundation Stones. This is Jim Weaver, the worship and administrative pastor at Refuge City Church, and it's time again for us to dive into the Word of God with a teaching from the Bible. And I am honored today to be your host and to bring you another one of those teachings. I hope these have been a blessing to you. And you know, I wanted to share my heart just a little bit on what Foundation Stones is all about. Maybe you have not yet listened to our very first episode. It's quite a ways back there now. Can you believe we're on episode number 36? Praise God for that. That is awesome. I didn't realize at the beginning of the year how quickly the year would pass by and truly how many episodes we would be in by this point and it's been amazing every single week we've been able to produce a podcast and hopefully they've been a blessing to you hopefully they're a resource that you can return to not all of them are intended to be listened to one after the other and so if you are in a place where you're able to go back and check those topics out and listen to the teachings, that would definitely be an amazing thing for you to do. They've been produced for you as a tool to be able to grow in these different topics. And I know I've grown as I've been teaching them. I hope that you've enjoyed them as we've gone along. And I just wanted to share my heart with you about why I personally have felt such a compulsion to teach and to label this foundation stones. And it kind of comes from Matthew 28, verse 18 through 20. This is a really important scripture, and it's a scripture that really motivates most of what I do in my life. And it's basically the last thing that Jesus said to his disciples before he ascended to heaven and before the day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit fell on the 120 in the upper room. This is Matthew 28, 18 through 20. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. Now, I am truly a believer that when you want to know truly what's on someone's heart, listen to the last things that they want to say. I think of that in Joshua. I think of that with Moses. I, I think of that in many people in the Bible. When you hear their last words, that's truly what their life is marked with and what they wanted people to hear. And Jesus is basically saying, okay, I've done my job. I've done what I came to do. I came to be the sacrifice for your sins, and I came to teach you what heaven was like and how to live for me while you're on this earth and how to get to eternity with my Father in heaven. Now, I want you to go out and make more disciples. I want you to tell more people, and that's called the Great Commission. We had a podcast about that, but you know what happens is many times, especially in our Western culture, maybe it's because of media, maybe it's because of uh, television where we're able to watch televangelists and stuff like that, is we get this idea that the Great Commission is only telling people about Jesus so that they say a prayer and get saved. But that's not what Jesus said, is it? Jesus said, go therefore and make disciples. He said, teach them to observe all things that I have commanded you. 
So with the calling that God has put on my life to be a pastor, my job is not just to get more people to be Christians. That's awesome. I want that. I want that every day. I want that every chance I have to preach. I want that every opportunity I have walking around in my city every day. But that's only part of the Great Commission. The the part that I'm emphasizing here that I think Jesus was really, really emphasizing to us is make disciples, teach people how to observe the Word of God and how to do it. In other words, I I think that Jesus was making sure that we continued his work of building the kingdom, of building the structure within the church rests so that we one day will see Jesus face to face again. And so I, I titled this podcast series that we're in Foundation Stones. So why is it called Foundation Stones? So I do have a teaching for us today, but I'm giving you just a precursor, just a little bit off of my heart to be able to share with you why we do this, why why we go into the depth of the things that we do. And, and maybe some of you listen to this and go, why is Jim being so elementary when it comes to these teachings? Well, I'll tell you why, because we have a lot of people that listen that are just getting started in their journey and they don't know all the Christianese words. They don't know all of the, the ins and outs that many times those of us that have been with Christ longer just take for granted that we know. And so we've got to lay a solid foundation. So what is... A foundation. What's a what's a good foundation? So the best picture that we have of a foundation is this structure that rests beneath our feet in the building that we're standing in. Maybe it's our home or our workplace or the, the store that we're walking around in. Before you build anything else, you dig down into the ground and you lay this big cement structure, this shell that is incredibly strong. The structure of a building has to resist lots of outside forces that threaten its existence. The foundation is protecting the structure from the movement of an earthquake or maybe the erosion of the ground around it or maybe a high water table that's constantly moving the pressure of the ground and changing and shifting. And if we didn't have that solid foundation, the the superstructure of the construction above would crack and crumble and, and become fragile. It also protects against the pressures from things like storms, winds, and rains, and tornadoes. And and then, of course, in our area here in the Pacific Northwest, it's got to be able to support the weight of things like snow and ice. The structure of the building has to resist the inside forces also, things like the weight of the structure itself the moisture that's in the ground under the foundation or here's another one you know just the age of the building sometimes things start to degrade because it just is getting older and that foundation helps to keep things held together maybe it's going to support an addition to the house or a change to the structure maybe even the movement of items inside the house we move the couch from one side of the living room to the other or we have a dinner party and we have 25 people standing in one room we we need that building to withstand all of the forces that will be pressed against it over the course of its existence and in the same way our lives have to have a good structure underneath us our faith has to have a good structure underneath us. We've got to know the things of God so that when the pressures, the winds and waves, the weight of the world starts pushing against our life, we don't crumble and fall. Jesus gives us this beautiful picture in Matthew 7, 24 through 27. He says, Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. In other words, Jesus is saying it had a good, solid foundation. 
that everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand, and the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. So, what is it we're supposed to do? We're supposed to take the sayings of Christ. We're supposed to take the teachings of Scripture and build them into our life and create a solid foundation so that when the storms of life press against us, we can withstand them, survive, and get ultimately to heaven where we will spend eternity with God. So Jesus is telling us, build a solid foundation, build on the rock. That's what this podcast, that's what these teachings are all about. So if you're hearing things and you're going, I already know that, why are we going over it? Well, because there's someone maybe that's listening that doesn't. Peter says in 2 Peter 3:17 through the beginning of verse 18, You therefore, beloved, since you know this beforehand, beware lest you also fall from your own steadfastness, being led away with the error of the wicked, but grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You need to be steadfast so you're not misled by falsehoods, by apostate teachings, by misunderstandings, by human secularism, by all of the things that are constantly pounding against us for our faith system. So that calls us to be disciples, to be a disciplined one, to be one who is receiving the teachings of Christ. So what is discipleship? What is it to be a disciple? So to be a disciple, we must look at the root word of disciple, which is discipline. Discipline in Christ means submitting to Christ, then aligning our lives with his truth by knowing it and then implementing it. Really, we can't be called a follower of Christ if we don't know where he's going or what he's doing. We can't be called a follower of Christ if we're not following Christ. That's what I'm saying to you. We have to have a solid foundation that we're following Christ. We're following his word. Now we're a disciple. And we won't know all of these things without disciplining ourselves to be a student of his word. To be a disciple of Christ is to be a disciplined one of Christ. If you don't make him and his truth your number one priority, you are not a disciple of Christ. Let me say that again. If you don't make him and his truth your number one priority, you are not a disciple of Christ. We're not called to simply convert to belief in Christ. Jesus said the full manifestation of his good news is that those who believe become disciples and learn to do what he taught. Philippians 2 verse 12, it says, Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. So what does it mean to work out our own salvation? That doesn't mean that we're working to get saved. It means we got saved by faith. Now we have to work in it. We have to abide by his truth. We have to align ourselves with his truth and we have to actually live it. That is an act of our will. We don't just accidentally fall into obeying God. We obey God because we choose to obey God. And the only way we know how to obey God is to know what his word says. And that's why we build a solid foundation. That's why we get into his word. So why must we be discipled? Why must we be discipled? What gives? Why do we need to go beyond just being a believer to being an actual disciple? It's really because we are to become like Christ in a wicked time so that other people can follow in our footsteps. Because you see, your walk with Christ isn't just about you. Guess what it's also about? It's about those people in your life that don't know Christ yet. Do you represent Christ to them? 
because that's our job. That's why we're getting discipled. We're growing in Christ so that we can share him so that the process can start all over again, that those that are destined to an eternity without Christ can come to know him because of us. And now we can walk in the fullness of that salvation with those loved ones that right now don't know him. And it all has to do with who we are becoming in Christ. We represent him. Philippians 2, 14 through 16, it says, do all things without complaining and disputing. Wow, do we need that right now in our time? Do all things without complaining and disputing that you may become blameless and harmless. You see, it's a process. You will become blameless and harmless children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast the word of life so that I may rejoice in the day of Christ that I have not run in vain or labored in vain. You see, we tend to not like anything that requires any extra difficulty, any extra hard work or discipline, which really is the root word of disciple, by the way. But, but look what the scripture teaches us about embracing God's discipline. Hebrews 12, 11, it says, no discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. You want to walk in righteousness? You want to walk in peace? then you need to embrace discipline, which is to become a disciple, be someone who diligently digs into the word of God and builds a solid foundation. We have to embrace discipline or discipleship, consistently laying down solid foundation stones in your walk with Christ so, so that you can withstand the pressures of your life, the world around you, and the expectations of the spirit of God. When you walk through shaky seasons, I encourage you, stand. That's why I love to teach Foundation Stones every week. This is one way that we here at Refuge City Church try to align with the instructions of Jesus in the Great Commission of Matthew 28, to provide ways for all to become disciples. So you have the tools, now it's your choice to become the disciple that God has called you to be. And I'll continue to teach foundation principles of our faith so that you have the resources you need to grow in Christ. I encourage you, open your Bible, get hungry for God, walk in his truth out of obedience, and watch God transform your life and your world in powerful ways. You see, Foundation Stones was birthed in my heart during the time we were locked down in covid and the reason why it was birthed in my heart was because God has really started to expand our reach in the area of media. Our live stream goes around the world. We have reports from people all over the world, Europe, uh, into Africa, all kinds of places, the Philippines, where people are receiving the content that's coming from Refuge City Church. People are finding Christ that have never even been in our building before. And, and of course, that's exciting and that's wonderful. And you know, I interacted with some people that were outside of the country even, and it really gripped my heart. I thought, you know, we're responsible for those people now. They, they don't even live in, in our state and even within our country borders. And, and here they've come to Christ because of our ministry. What are we going to do to help them become a disciple? And so the idea of creating this podcast came to be. And now anyone anywhere in the world can receive solid biblical teaching through our podcast and, and mainly the first layer of that is for those people that we have directly been able to connect with and influence in their walk with Christ. And so for those of you who listen to Foundation Stones, thank you. Thank you so much for being a part of this family. The way that you can help us is this. Share this podcast with someone. Help this podcast to become a tool in somebody else's tool belt for them to learn about these foundational principles in Christ. 
Help us here at Refuge City Church to not only receive people in because they're being saved, but also to disciple them, to teach them how to obey the words of Christ. And so I appreciate that you're a part of the Foundation Stones audience, and I ask you with all of my heart to pray for this ministry, to pray for salvation, and to pray that discipleship would be a solution in people's hearts of finding out how to live for Christ so that the cycle can start all over again and more and more people can find Christ as their Lord and Savior. That's why I teach Foundation Stones, and and that's why I wanted to share this with you for those that listen regularly to know the heartbeat and know how you can pray and know how you can give and know how you can share so that this ministry is effective to fulfill the Great Commission. So thanks for listening to this brief podcast message. I hope that you are enjoying, and I look forward to seeing what God is going to do in the series that we're about to start in the weeks to come called The Fruit of the Spirit. Oh, God bless you, and I'll talk to you soon. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Join us next time for another deep dive into the foundation stones of our faith in Jesus Christ. For more information about Refuge City Church or to join our giving team to keep the gospel of Jesus Christ moving forward and making resources like this podcast available into the future, visit refugecity.church.